Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Welcome to Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. We are here for you. For your sports talk needs, this is why Sports Byline was created back in the 80s. Watch the local news they would throw to sports, and maybe you'd get two highlights in because the Tiger's birthday at the zoo was cutting into it. And uh, what if we had a, a network that just talks sports? I know it seems kind of, you know, right now but back then it was groundbreaking but anyway we're here for you uh i'll be on the mic for the next three hours taking your calls your participation at 1-800-878-PLAY again don't write it down dial it up 1-800-878-PLAY football basketball baseball hockey soccer golf tennis auto racing boxing olympics could have about chess checkers rugby cricket that type of stuff Shout out to our troops listening on American Forces Radio Network. Five hundred dollars, one hundred and seventy-seven countries. Great job wherever you are: Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force. Keep up the good work. We're proud of you. Show on Fridays as always, and in the first hour, we uh, talk our buddy Jan Wall, the great film critic, and we get a little Hollywood in that first hour. And then we'll have Deborah Schaefer. Yeah, Oscar-winning director about her new movie, Queen of Hearts, which is out today, about Audrey Flack, the artist. Julio Vincent Gambuto, the director of Team Marco, will join us at 925. And then at 940 Pacific, Jerry Mathers, Leave it to Beaver. Yes, the one and the only, believe it or not. We have Christo Doyle from The Dirt on Discovery. We'll see who wants to beat him up. Uh, Fred Hurt kind of said that he was thinking about it yesterday. Ryan Niemiller, very interesting stand-up comedian, will be with us in that second hour. In the third hour, NFL vet Isaiah Bensky will be us as he is invested in a new product. And we'll get into Rick's picks as well. Other than that, 1-800-878-PLAY gets you in, gets you heard. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. The email is rick at sportsbyline.com. Let's get this puppy going. 
The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation from Homedics. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list with free shipping on orders over $50. Holiday supplies won't last, so avoid the rush while you can at H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com. Get the perfectly relaxing, perfectly affordable gift now at Homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. This holiday season, the Home Depot invites you to cozy up by the fire and do some grilling with top-rated grills from Traeger, Weber, Next Grill, and Masterville. Lined up, shined up, ready for holiday cooking, and lots of weekends to come. And don't forget bags of Kingsford charcoal. Oh, if your sleigh is not big enough, order online and get free delivery. Top-rated grills and free delivery with online orders. Holiday shopping improved only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. While supplies last. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Javier's auto body is colliding with a shortage of licensed techs. That 2017 is waiting on a clear coat. That 09 needs its left rear sanded, pounded, and painted. And the guy over there is waiting on an estimate. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the globe on American Forces Radio Network. You know, Friday in our first hours, we always take a little look at Hollywood, and we do it with a Hollywood expert, the great film critic, our friend Jan Wall will be with us this hour. How are you, Janny? I'm great, Ricky. How you doing, man? Not too bad, and we're very uh, excited we- about our 
Yeah, our first guest People, is Deborah oh, Schaefer, okay. who's been ah. in this business um, over 40 years. She has an Oscar. She has an Emmy. She has a Guggenheim Fellowship. And her right. new movie, which is out today, is called Queen of Hearts. It's about mm. Audrey Flack, and she has directed right. this. Deborah, welcome to the show. When we think of Audrey Flack, the, the, the word photorealism is the first thing I think that pops into our head, that whole art genre. How much of it did she pioneer completely herself, and how much of it did she just take to a, to a whole new level? Um, well, that's a good question. Audrey certainly, for herself, came to it very much on her own, as the story she tells in the film of why she started painting from photographs and creating sort of reproductions of photographs as paintings was because she had two very small children at home, and she was alone with them, and one of them was autistic and didn't sleep much, and she could not get out in the daytime to paint live subjects. So her only recourse, because she couldn't stop painting, was to use these little brownie photographs she had and start painting from those. And from that, and I think the same, something similar must have happened. Audrey was certainly the first woman photorealist. She was the only one in that early group that became well-known. Chuck Close was part of the group, Richard Estes, and, and there are others, Bechtel. And, um, but Audrey was certainly the only woman, and I, I think she came to it on her own. Man, Deborah, this is Jan Wall, to be the first woman anything. I mean, you know, I know this from experience. It's really tough. And speaking to you, you were one of the first women I was ever aware of to have their own uh, production company, Pandora Films. And you did a movie that I just loved so much, a documentary back then called The Wobblies, um, which was amazing. And I come from uh, kind of a red diaper baby background, and so I just loved it so much. And I love your work. Um, back to your film on Queen of Hearts, Audrey Flack, it kind of is encouraging to know that later in life you can still have these incredible highs and this excitement. Well, you know, that's one of the things that drew me to the film. It's one of the reasons I made it. I was saying to somebody recently, I never did what I called the grandmother films. I didn't do my own family. I didn't do my mother, my brother, my, you know, whatever. But I've, always, I've often done films about subjects that are close to my heart. And in this case, what, before I knew much about Audrey's painting, I actually met Audrey and frankly fell in love with her. Mm. And I think if you see the film, you will too. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, but I was interested in the problem I was wrestling with in my own life is exactly what you just said. You know, I've been doing this for... Um, uh, Rick was very kind in the intro, said, oh, you know, more than 40 years. It's close to 50 years now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how do we go on? You know, how do we keep making work? How do we, especially as an independent filmmaker, which is such a dicey proposition, I'm sorry to say it hasn't gotten easier in all these years to get funding, to get support, to, you know, I have no, I have very little institutional backup. And so um, I was really, really, really interested in Audrey's you know, how she, I, I won't say her struggle to keep going, because Audrey just keeps going. Audrey is such a force of nature. She's 89 now. She just oh. completed a huge painting. At the very end of the film, there's a shot of Audrey wiping her hand across a blank canvas. Huge, oh. like 8 by 8 9 by 9 whatever, it's huge. And mm-hmm. she completed that painting recently, and it's been sold. 
Wow, it's been sold. Great. I was going to say, how rewarding is it that she's still with us? Because so many of these films are, are posthumous. And then if you have any sort of question, there's Audrey right there for you. Yeah, I'm really happy. Um, you know, it's, 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 there's certain, sometimes I'm jealous of people who did films of people who are like the uh, Eva Hess film. I, I love, there's a documentary about Eva Hess and uh, she, she passed away very young many years ago. And so they have her diaries and they have Meryl Streep read her diaries. Oh, it's not that film that Meryl Streep reads in another one, but they have an actress read um, Eva Hess's diaries. And, you know, I'm thinking, well, it, it would be great if I could put the words I want in Audrey's mouth when I want them instead of... <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I've always said, when I started out in my career, documentaries were not popular, Jen. I guess you'll remember this. In, you know, 40, 50 years ago, if I said to mm-hmm. people, oh, I make the, they say, what do you do? And I said, I make documentary films. They would go, oh. <laughs> Nowadays, they go, oh. You know, it's like right. it was considered so, um, it, right. it just wasn't like a cool <laughs> thing to right. do. And I, Remember, mm-hmm. Remember Max Ophel's The Sorrow and the Pity? That was one of the first ones I saw, and then I saw The Wobblies, and I just fell in love with documentaries. Oh, but it, now yeah, everybody loves them. You have just not only made my day, you've made my month. The Sorrow and the Pity was a huge influence on me when I made The Wobblies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess it's obvious if you saw them both, but that film was one of the groundbreaking, life-changing mm-hmm. turnaround films me too. for me. Me too. And, but I didn't. Make, remember, I didn't go on to make them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember in Annie Hall, that's where he would drag his dates to see the sorrow and the pity <laughs> for the ninth time. That's right. Oh my goodness! That's I had right. forgotten that. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick, that's so true. This is a, a documentary for everybody who doesn't know about Vichy France and what the people did during, who were the uh, collaborators, who were the people who uh, helped, you know, it's kind of similar to what we're going through right now, you know, who were the people that helped the fascists uh, try to stay in power. Very interesting. Uh, yes, anyway, well, moving right along. The Wobblies, by the way, Jan, I should tell you, I'll be back on your show hopefully in six months because the Wobblies is right now being restored, a new 4K restoration by the Museum of Modern Art, and we're oh. hoping, it, hopefully it'll be released in the spring. It's been 40 years since, it's a little more than, but we were hoping to do something at the New York Film Festival, but, you know, then now the pandemic slowed everything mm-hmm. down, but we're back on track. Mm-hmm. Well, the Wobblies is amazing, and people will get so much out of it. So I wanted to just mention, being the first woman to do things, or one of the only women, I, I went through that with being uh, the first associate director at a network, and I'm telling you, uh, the hostility one faced in my position. What about you? Oh, did you face hostility? Did the, did the other filmmakers, the male filmmakers, try to help you, a little of both? No, I didn't. After the beginning of sort of, I started making films in a film in a sort of left-wing filmmaking collective. You probably know our work in Newsreel, and mm-hmm. there was a certain point when the women inside the group kind of revolted. We weren't allowed to make films, and that became my film school because I learned by doing in the seventies. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't really have to contend to you know because I'm an independent filmmaker and I worked you, just by. I gravitated towards working with other women, my collaborators. Not all of them. I've co-directed with men, I guess. And that's gone okay. I only one time had a cameraman, um, a male camera person, kind of sort of really refuse to take orders from me. It was shocking. Right. That's the hard part, yeah. 
But the kind of stuff that Audrey talks about in the film that's amazing to me, I mean, she describes a very surprising Me Too moment, which I won't give away, but in the film, well before, of course, it was in the 50s. We didn't, there wasn't a name then. And there isn't, I, you know, once she told, she told that story, it was, I hadn't heard it before, and we were actually rolling. The thing about the guy, the guy's hand crawling up her leg and all that. Yes, yes, her professor at Mm -hmm. at Yale. And, you know. It's. I mean, I guess nowadays, in, in nowadays nothing is shocking because now we're really realizing that. I mean, there isn't. Oh, I don't believe there's a woman alive who doesn't have at least mm-hmm. one, probably a half a dozen. Yep. Yeah. Well, we could talk, Deborah. We could talk to you all day. We do have to run to a break. We want to make sure everybody gets to see Queen of Hearts, Deborah Schaefer, the director, award-winning. As we said, this is about Audrey Flack, and it opens today. Thank you so much, and congratulations yeah. on the film. Filmmovement.com, and that's how you can book it virtually. You can look at it in your living room. It's a virtual theater in your living room. Filmmovement.com. Got it. Thanks so much, Deborah. Right. It's also in Alemli in Pasadena. Thank you, Deborah. Okay. Thank you, Jan. It was a pleasure, honestly. All right. Great stuff from Deborah Schaefer, Rick Tittle, and Jan Wall. Come on back on Sports Files. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, whatever works. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on AFN with Jan Wall, film critic as always. And we are now joined by our next guest, Julio Vincent Gambuto. He has a new film called Team Marco, which is coming out a week from today on the 20th from Samuel Goldwyn Films. Julio, welcome to the show. And I was just wondering, when you have a film that has already won so much acclaim and so many prizes at film festivals and you're a week away, is that like waiting for a kid to be born? Is it like waiting to play in the Super Bowl? Is it like waiting for Christmas morning? What's it like? Uh, Well, the the birth is long and challenging. So this is more like the kid getting into a really fancy kindergarten. (laughs) <laughs> Julio, could you explain well, this movie? For... Sure. So the movie is a family movie. We made it uh, for for kids from ages 8 through 80, and it's really a film that everyone in the house can watch. It's about a little boy who's 12 years old who's obsessed with his iPad and his video games, and then his Italian grandfather moves into the house and thinks it's crazy that he's always on his technology. So he drags him to the park and teaches him how to play bocce. And so it's all about the friendship between the little boy and his grandfather as he teaches them how to play bocce ball. I mean, how fabulous. I wanted you to say it's this Thank family you. movie. And it's not sickly sweet. It's not, you know, it's completely fun and sophisticated, but at the same time optimistic. I just loved it. I just thought it was fantastic. And it's what we need right now. Things are so depressing. It's what we kind of need right now. Plus, it doesn't give a negative view to someone who loves uh, video games. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I never expected to release it during the pandemic. But I think (laughs) it is the perfect time for it. it. It's hopeful, and it's optimistic, and it's loving, and it's warm. And, you know, the movie... 
obviously on my end, you know, I, I made it with a certain intention to to share my sense of family and community uh, of how I grew up with my grandparents. But I think it's a really wonderful movie for families to watch together at this particular moment in time. So. Oh. And the the casting, uh, Owen Vaccaro. This it's funny how a kid that young is already kind of a savvy vet, but he's he's done a lot of work, hasn't he? He has. He's pretty incredible, and he's a consummate professional on set. I mean, I've never worked with someone who's so good at making sure he knows where to stand, what his lines are, what he's supposed to be doing. I mean, the kid is really fantastic. He was in the, the house with a clock in its walls, which was a big Universal movie uh, two years ago, and he's about to have another movie out on Netflix next year called uh, Finding Ohana. So he's he was a, a really great find, and he's incredible in this part. He's really, really a wonderful, wonderful actor. Mm. Uh, you know, I go to a restaurant that also has bocce ball and uh, called Ball Bocce, and it's just a blast because uh, the whole bocce ball thing is so fun to watch. It's so serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bocce ball players take it very seriously, and I always, I always I get in trouble on the bocce court because I wind up talking more than I'm focusing. So I get right. in trouble when I play with them. But, but there's, it's, a, it's an incredible sport, and, you know, the, the funny thing about it is that, you know, few more and more people are playing it, certainly in the U.S., but, you know, it's um, it's not a very popular sport in the media. Or we don't talk about it a lot, but it's played all over the country, all over the world. You know, the French have a version, the Russians have a version. Mm-hmm. Obviously mm-hmm. now Amer- Italians, Italians brought it to America, but it's, mm-hmm. it's one of the oldest games in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at the cast, too, with... Louis Canchelmi, I mean, I think about his character in The Irishman. I mean, he's so creepy and mm-hmm. scary. Is he creepy and scary in this, too? <laughs> <laughs> so Louis plays this really fun character. Well, I don't actually think it's a fun character. He plays the, the dad who has sort of left the family, and he interacts with his kid only by text message. And so um, uh, what I love, though, about his character is that he works for a video game company in the movie, and so he has created a video game, and the main character looks like him. So we have this funny, you know, experience of having to cast the actor first and then create the video game around him. So in the movie, the video game is called Atomic Rick, and so, um, you know, we had to wait until we cast Lewis to figure out what Atomic Rick really looked like. It's funny because that was my nickname in college. Atomic Rick? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, hmm. <laughs> yeah, take more time, Rick. I told you, you're going too fast. <laughs> hey, exactly. you know, I thought when I saw this, I thought, oh, my gosh, you could sell this movie, and you sold it to Goldwyn, which is amazing, but you can oh. sell this movie with one sentence, you know? Boy loves video games. Grandfather teaches him what's really important with bocce ball. I mean, it's, it's yeah. terrific. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of it, and it's uh, it's a beautiful movie. It's funny as the director, you I've seen it you know 200 times now, and I keep forgetting that no one else has seen it. So it's an exciting <laughs> moment for us to get it out to get it out mm-hmm. into the world. How much of uh, how much of this is uh, the Gambudo family and the bocce ball in in your family? How much did you play with your uh, no no? Uh, that's a great question. 
It's funny, and the, the story is actually based on my nephew. I, I have, I have uh, seven nieces and nephews, and my nephew, Marco, is a real boy and is obsessed with his iPad. And, and uh, I wa- the way that the movie started is I walked into the house one day, and he didn't look up from his iPad to say hello. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, like, immediately I went to, you know, I became my grandfather. Like, I've always thought I was a young guy in the room. And then, like, in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, not, I'm 90 years old. Like, I'm yelling at this kid to get off of his thing and come say hi. And hi. so Marco plays, Marco's grandfather on his other side is also named Marco, and he plays Bocce on Staten Island. So, um, you know, I played a little bit growing up, but definitely when we started this process, I started playing more, and then I met the Staten Island Bocce Club, who's actually in the movie. So three of their members uh, helped us out with the film and swept the court every day on set and helped us make sure I was staying true to the rules of the game, and three of them were on the bocce team in the movie. So they were incredibly helpful to us. And uh, so it, it's a world that's very tight-knit. It's a world that's uh, very proud of the sport, and uh, it's a world I've really loved being a part of for the last few years. I also think it's rewarding, too, that so many filmmakers, they fight for that R rating, thinking they will not sell a ticket if they don't get at least an R rating, and that you're saying that's not necessarily the case, is it? Yeah, it's such a good point. You know, It's funny because I show the film to my colleagues in the film world or to my friends in Hollywood or to even my colleagues from film school, and they all look at me like, oh, that's not edgy at all. <laughs> and the truth is, it's not edgy, right? It, it, it is actually wholesome and earnest. And uh, it's, it's the kind of movie that I used to watch as a kid in the 80s and 90s and love, you know. It, it doesn't offend anybody. It's not about the cursing and the, the guns and screaming at each other. It's about family relationships and about, you know, people coming together as a community. So, uh, yeah, I get a lot of flack from my uh, sort of cooler colleagues, but, um, <laughs> but I'm proud of it. You know, it's a, it's a movie for the family. We made it for families. It's PG. It's really pr- pretty straightforward. So I wanted to make something that my, my sisters could show their kids without being embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know? And the holidays well, are a perfect time to show it, too. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I think it's, so. It, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. Sorry, we just got to run to a break here. want to make sure we tell everybody the name of the film is Team Marco. Marco with a C. It is going to be available uh, digital nationwide virtual cinema on demand one week from today on November 20th. And we've been speaking with the director, Julio Vincent Gambuto. Julio, thanks for your time. Congratulations on the film. Congratulations, man. Julio. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for watching it, and uh, I appreciate it. All right, great stuff. And, uh, Jan, we just have a second here. Have you ever played bocce ball? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it's very popular at wineries and vineyards. You know, they have bocce ball courts. And, yes, and I've played at Barbocci. And, oh, yeah, I've played, but I'm not good at it. You you know, it takes a skill. It does. So do you roll it really slow, or do you throw it really high and let it land with a thud? I (laughs) – I've tried both. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't have the knack for it, but I like doing it. You know, it was invented because you could hold a glass of wine with one hand and roll the ball with the other. All right, good stuff. We'll the take Italians a quick break and we'll come really on back. Smart. Rick Tittle with Jan Wall.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 800- 426-2301. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you. But you're crazy. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then.
All right. What the hell is that? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Well, I don't care how old you are and I don't care what country you're from. You know the show. <laughs> Leave it to be there. And we are so excited to have the Beeve himself, the great Jerry Mathers. And Jerry, welcome to the show. And, you know, I talk about all the different countries it's been in, 80 countries. I guess when you're in Japan, they know you as Happy Boy, right? The happy boy, but they don't know my voice because they had a little girl do it. So now I'm speaking <laughs> Japanese. It's a little girl's voice, especially by the time, you know, the the sixth year of the show when I'm probably, I guess, 14. Uh, it sure sounds funny, that coming out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. Jerry, this is Jan Wall. Do people, uh, like, I hate to be a geeky fan, but what do people say to you? You know, I mean, everybody must just freak. Well, you know, everybody is honestly very, very nice. People that watch uh, Leave it to Beaver or have watched it, they really like it. What the, the most common thing I get was they'll get a certain episode, and it's usually different ones every time, and they'll say, what I liked about that show, it was so real because that same thing happened to me or something, you know, close to it. So it's just a fun show. It's nice. Everybody loves it. So it's just something I'm really happy to be able, you know, be able to say I'm a part of. By the way... If you want to get some merch, jerrymathersbeavermerch.com. I want to make sure everybody checks it out, jerrymathersbeavermerch.com. You know, I was trying to think of all the great lines in that show. And so I'm 55. I grew up with the reruns. But I think my favorite line was you were going to go on a date or a dance or something, and you were told, make sure to compliment the girl. And you said, gee, you don't sweat much for a fat girl. <laughs> well, I think that's quite a compliment. I mean, it, you know... <laughs> Um, but I bet, I, I bet I didn't get many dates after that. <laughs> That's so. That's so. I hope you left that one behind. Hey, um, I was crazy, of course, for Eddie Haskell, because that's the one I identified with. Yet I had an incredible crush. Well, I don't know if I should be talking to you then. If you, if you identify with Eddie I, Haskell, well, I, I better watch you like a hawk. <laughs> well, I was phony with all my friends' parents, you know. Oh, nice necklace, Mrs. Cleaver, and all of that. But um, also I had a terrible crush on Tony Dow at a very early age. And so I w could you just talk a little bit about Tony Dow, uh, of course, Eddie Haskell, but also uh, Mrs. Cleaver, who ended up in the movie Airplane. Were you surprised to see her talking jive? I certainly was, but she did a great job. She was a great actress and just a really wonderful person and, you know, very much of a mentor to me through the whole uh, six years of Leave it to Beaver. Uh, Ken Osmond was a really nice guy, unlike Eddie Haskell, unless, of course, you were a criminal because he ended up being an L.A. police officer. He's a motorcycle cop. Can, can you imagine speeding along a road and all of a sudden you see the lights come on behind you on a motorcycle? All of a sudden, up walks Eddie Haskell, and he takes off his glasses, and you go, wait a minute, he's going to give me a ticket. And Ken Osmond just recently passed away a few months ago, and I know you were close with with Barbara, and, and um, what was that like? Did you guys, I mean, you were so identifiable with that show and you had careers after, but what was that like? Were you guys kind of like a little family in a way? We were, you know, it was like a, a really good friend, uh, you know, passing because they they were all very good friends of mine, and, you know, we didn't really break up. I mean, we uh, used to see them every day for six years, but, you know, we would do autograph shows and different things, so we were, and, you know, our families all knew each other, so... You know, it's like when you when you lose your friends, you just kind of, 
it's it's a very sad time, but you know those kind of things you just can't do anything about. What about the whole you died in Vietnam thing? Because I remember on Saturday Night Live they were making fun of it, and I don't know why that permeated. And I guess it started in in the late '60s, but I don't know if it was an anti-war thing. But a lot of people, a lot of people believe that. That probably was not very fun. Well, it's not that it was not very fun. It was just kind of sad because a lot of people felt very, very bad. I did um, quite a few different things in uniform. I gave away an Emmy that year and a lot of other things on television where people saw me in a uniform, so they were saying people knew I was in. And, you know, there there was a lot of people that were against the war, and I think they just, you know, said, somebody said, you know, he died in Vietnam. I was not working uh, at all. I was doing, um, I mean, I was working, but I was a realtor at that time. So, um, you know, maybe a person with a similar name or something or just somebody, uh, who knows. But it wasn't me. Um, luckily, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I, I asked our mutual friend John Provost from Lassie the same question, which is how did you avoid being sort of a, a victim of childhood celebrity. How did you avoid drugs and alcohol and all that? Well, I probably had the best father for having uh, a son that was on television and would be exposed to that kind of thing. Because when I was um, growing up, my dad was first the vice principal, then the principal, and then a superintendent in the L.A. Unified School District. So he was very, very used to dealing with kids with problems, kids without problems. He knew... You know, when when you did something that if it was, you know, a normal thing that kids do and they have to be told, don't do that. But uh, so I had a wonderful, I'm the oldest in my family, and I have a sister and three brothers. So, um, you know, I was the leader, and he'd always tell me, you have to set a good a good example for your uh, siblings. And uh, so I had a wonderful life growing up. It was very much like the Leave it to Beaver family, except uh, I had a lot more brothers than a sister. <laughs> I remember in the uh, in the eighties when I was like in high school and college, they tried the show "Still the Beaver," um, and uh, of course, you guys all came back uh, except for Hugh Beaumont, of course, who had passed away. But what what was that like when it was sort of they tried to reconjure that magic again? Well, you know, it was just fun. We we all went. It was very very popular, um, Universal, and Ted Turner did it, and it. Uh, you know, it was one of the most popular things on Turner TV, and I don't know why, but somehow between the two of them, they got into some sort of an argument, and they they lost them is what they said. I don't know, but I mean, mm-hmm. it was literally about showbiz. a $2 million dollar project that just vanished. Mm-hmm. That's showbiz, right? Yeah. I guess. So, I mean, you know, it, yeah. it, 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 who knows that they, they I'm sure mm-hmm. the insurance company didn't think that was going to be what showbiz was. <laughs> Jerry, um, I just bought your hat. I just bought one, your hat that says uh, something about the beaver because I just think it's really fun and will shock some of my friends, and that's a good thing. So I'm glad you have that merchandise line. But I was wondering, did you ever get hurt during one of the episodes? Because you were climbing up on, on signs. That was my favorite. And, you you know, you were always doing stuff, getting into mischief. Well, I got into a lot of mischief, but, no, I never got hurt. I mean, Maybe, you know, uh, I was hurt a lot more when I got off the show and played football. Got banged up there pretty good because I was a center. Um, but, uh, 
No, uh, it, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, all, you know, I was working with a cast and crew, and especially the crew. They made sure that they all had kids, and uh, you know, there was no uh, rough talk, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or anything sure, like that. They right. were very, very strict on that. So it was just a fun time. And between scenes, I'd go out and throw baseballs or footballs, depending on the season, with you know, like the the makeup man or the wardrobe man, and. So it was a wonderful mm-hmm. way to grow up with a whole lot of people that, you know, their jobs depended on me being happy because not that I ever ah. did this, but if, if you, a yes. kid says, I'm not going to say that line and I'm not going to do any more, there's very little ways you can <laughs> tell a kid he has to do it that he'll do it. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, I loved your, fr- mm-hmm. sorry, I just ahead, wanted Jeff. to say I loved, I loved your friend Larry. I loved uh, that bitchy girl that, you know, that talked back to Judy, you all the time. Judy, yeah, Judy. Judy. Wild, yeah. Her, oh her my name God. was Jerry Wilde, Fabulous. but her name was Judy. Fabulous casting. Well, you know, they did. They went through, well, just for the Beaver and Wally character, they went through about 2,000 kids because they had interviews not only here in Los Angeles, but in Chicago and New York. Um, and I was just lucky enough to be able to get the part of the Beaver, the boy that actually in the uh, first episode, uh, but you know, before it was the 39 a year, they replaced him with Tony Dow, so it was it was just a lot of fun, and uh, I had a great time doing it. it. Was you know I I can't people say well didn't you miss this and didn't you miss that? I had more things that I I would have loved to have done, which I did, than if I'd have ever just been you know in a regular school every day. And I think correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Harry Shearer in the pilot of Leave It to Be There? Yes, he played the father, and then. Um, they got Hugh Beaumont, and it's kind of funny, I think, because Hugh Beaumont was, he had a, a dual roles in real life. He was, of course, a father, but he was also a Methodist minister. And he <laughs> became an actor in the 40s and 50s. And right. his most famous thing was Michael Shane. Now, Michael Shane, it was like a, uh, it wasn't a B movie. It was, they used to run like little things before the two big movies in the theaters. And Michael Shane was this really tough detective. When he wanted information, he took you and pounded you against the wall. And um, it was—it's been on television sometimes because they show him sometimes mm-hmm. in the early mornings. But uh, he was this really tough guy. And then all of a sudden, he's well, Beaver. I think I understand that. So it's just a whole—it showed what a wide range he had as an actor. And last God. last question for you. I'm—I sit about ten minutes from the Cal Memorial Stadium. You at Bay Area. East Bay Roots, because you went to Cal, too, right? That's right. I'm a graduate of the University of California at Berkeley. I have a, a degree in philosophy. Um, I, you know, I always liked Northern California, so I went up there to school, and it was, you know, one of the top schools in the country, and it, it was, I'll be very honest with you, not an easy school to get good grades in, but I got good grades and graduated, so I was very happy. Wow. Well, the beef scores. <laughs> Definitely. Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> and remember, Jan just bought a hat. There's so much available on the website, jerrymathersbeavermerch.com. One long word, Jerry Mathers with a J, beavermerch.com. Hey, it was a real thrill right. having we got, you we got, on. We've got baseballs, we... T-shirts, uh, personalized photos. So people always want to know, how can I get a personalized photo? Go to the, the merchandising site. Well, it's a thank you, Jerry. Both Jan, both Jan and I have watched you for countless hours, obviously, so thank you so much for coming on, Jerry. My thank pleasure. You. Thank you for letting me be on.
All right, good stuff. We'll take a quick break. Jan Wall, you got some uh, some stuff for us? Yeah, I do. I do. All righty then. Mm-hmm. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline. Who's watching? Who's watching me? Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Good night. 
Tittle always goes commando. Couple minutes left with Jan Wall. Jan, what should we be watching? Okay, I've got two things that are kind of in the sports genre. Okay, one is amazing. Now, sometimes you don't have time for a whole movie, but you just want to see something uplifting and really fun. So I want everybody to check out. This is done by a sportscaster, a world-renowned sportscaster named Andrew Cotter. He's Scottish. He's done all the Olympics. He's really great. Well, he finds himself out of work. This is real life. And he's got these two amazing dogs. Two very good dogs named Olive and Mabel. And what you do is you go on the YouTube and you just go Olive and Mabel. And he does it like a sportscaster as he tells you what they're doing. And, you know, they're just a couple of labs. But, you know, now they're going toward their bowl. You know, now they're going trick-or-treating. And he does it like a sports announcer. It's hysterical. It's called Olive and Mabel. And you got to get it on YouTube, Ricky. You will just love it. Right. And the other thing is, this morning, I watched Muhammad Ali. I have a tendency to watch Muhammad Ali a lot because I love his personality. And I watched him on What's My Line in 1960, also YouTube. He's so funny, and he's great with the audience, and he interacts, and he talks trash about Floyd Patterson, and it's just great. So it's Muhammad Ali on What's My Line. You know, we got about a minute left, and you were talking um, to... You know, earlier in the show when we had on uh, Deborah Schaefer about oh, being the her. first woman this and that. To, to mm-hmm. me, the only mm-hmm. female critic I knew before you was Rona Barrett. And so oh, how many uh-huh. how many were you of, of you? Are there or were you well, when she you was started? A, she, was an inter- she was an entertainment reporter. I worked with her. She was wonderful to work with. She's alive and well, has a lavender farm in the San Ysidro area. Uh, but anyway, I um, no, there were very few of us. Molly Haskell. But I wasn't a film critic back then. I was a director. And men mm-hmm. hate taking orders from women back then. So it was quite the challenge. Well, anyway, now we love you, Jan. Thank you so much for, you, for coming by once again. And we look forward to mm-hmm. seeing you next Friday. Have a great weekend. Jerry Mathers, go the beef. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, once again, Jerry Mathers, beavermerch.com. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another two hours to go. Christo Doyle from The Dirt, from Discovery. Comedian Ryan Niemiller will join us uh, as well. Come on back on Sports Cloud. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Another congressional seat has flipped from Democrat to Republican. This time in New York City, nine days after Election Day, Representative Max Rose, a Democrat, has conceded the election to Republican challenger Nicole Maliotakis. USA Radio News' Tim Berg has more on GOP wins. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is cheering gains in the House of Representatives telling reporters that pre-election predictions were very wrong. Could not be prouder of the House Republicans and those who are joining us in the next Congress. It will be the most diverse class we have ever had. Many have already dubbed this year the year of the Republican woman. And it couldn't be truer from that statement. The California Republican continues... 
While the Democrats praised socialism and advocated to defund the police, our members made a commitment to America that they would restore our way of life, rebuild our economy, and renew the American dream. USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. policy points and availability vary by state. A manhunt is underway in East Arkansas. Law enforcement in Helena say one of their own was shot and killed Thursday when he was trying to locate a suspect in an earlier shooting. The suspect is 29-year-old Latarius Howard. He was last seen in a maroon SUV. A Pennsylvania judge has ruled that some mail-in ballots belonging to first-time voters in the state who hadn't confirmed their identity before November 9th will not be counted. Commonwealth Court President Judge Mary Hannah Levitt ruled on Thursday that Pennsylvania Secretary of State Kathy Buchvar did not have the required authority when she issued a last-minute election change. The death toll rises in North Carolina from flooding caused by Ada. At least seven deaths were blamed on the weather, including three people who were caught up in floodwaters at a campground. Ada is now out to sea off the coast of the Carolinas. Thursday night football was a battle for first place in the AFC South. The Colts beat the home team Titans 34-17. to You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Although we have seen a rise in COVID-19 infections in America, the mortality rate is still low due to better therapeutics and hospital workers getting better at helping the sick. USA Radio News' Dan Rocky has more on what's being done. As new cases and hospitalizations from COVID-19 continue to rise in most states, there are fears that hospitals will become overwhelmed by the number of COVID patients. Dr. Deborah Burke says taking the necessary steps to help stop the spread would do a lot for frontline doctors and nurses. The coordinator of the White House Coronavirus Task Force told News Nation now that slowing the spread of the virus would keep hospitals available for all patients. I will tell you, the healthcare providers on the front lines, the doctors, the nurses, the respiratory therapists, they are working uh, their hearts and souls to protect the people across America. And I guess what I'm asking every American to do is to put that same level of effort into those things that we know work now. We want those hospitals available, not only for the individual's with COVID, but for your child, if they, if your child develop, develops appendicitis or, or for your father when he develops a heart attack. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Hospitalizations are on the rise with roughly 62,000 hospital beds in America being used by COVID patients. 
President Trump on Thursday has barred Americans from investing in companies owned or controlled by the Chinese military. The Chinese government accused Washington of misusing national security as an excuse to hamper competition. For USA Radio News, I'm... Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. It's great to have you with us. And uh, we do have a segment here with available lines to get in. We will get into Rick's picks in the third hour as well. Coming up at 1025, comedian Ryan Niemiller will be with us. and um, He's a very interesting guy <clears throat> when you think about a comedian who has um, disabilities. And uh, he has disabilities. He was born with those in uh, both of his arms. He calls himself the cripple threat of comedy. <laughs> And uh, he's going to be at Helium, Indianapolis, this weekend. Also, um, we have uh, Christo Doyle, who Todd Hoffman wanted to beat up. Christo's been on the show a bunch of times. Talk to him about the dirt as he uncovers the dirt on a lot of these characters uh, after the Discovery Channel Gold Rush shows. And in the third hour, we'll have NFL vet Isaiah Kavinsky on as well. And uh, how many people out there, raise your hand if you got a Kavinsky jersey. Raise your hand if you can spell it. got to love those Slavic names with all the consonants in a row. Z's and Z's and the Y's and all that stuff. Kind of fun, right? So like Jeff Samarja, I, because when he was on the A's, I had to spell his name a lot <clears throat> when I was doing pre- and post-game things, writing notes to myself. And he was Samard Ziha, if you want to spell it that way, or Zija. Samard Ziha. Just break it down. Like Schwarzenegger, the black plowman in German. Schwarzen, which means black. And Ega, which means plowman. Schwarzen, Ega. See? I'm here for you. We'll break it down. Just like sports is sports. And then byline is in the paper. Like, who wrote it? I used to work with this guy named Steve, who always claimed that sports byline was the stupidest name you could ever name a network and that we had to change it stupid and we had to change it he didn't get his way sorry Steve Steve's not with us anymore but anyway come on back on Sports Byline 1-800-878-PLAY he was from New York 
1-800-878-7529. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Let's talk some sports. Come on back. This holiday season, the Home Depot invites you to cozy up by the fire and do some grilling with top-rated grills from Traeger, Weber, Nextgrill, and Masterbuilt. Lined up, shined up, ready for holiday cooking and lots of weekends to come. And don't forget bags of Kingsford charcoal. Oh, if your sleigh is not big enough, order online and get free delivery. Top-rated grills and free delivery with online orders. Holiday shopping improved only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. While supplies last. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, uh, check me out, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Coming up in the next segment, comedian Ryan Niemiller will be with us. Uh, open lines, one 800 play Rick's picks in the third hour. That's where I tell you who's going to win and who's going to lose the National Football League. Yes, I've been told ahead of time it's all a fix. Um, I'm thinking about 
<clears throat> you know, I just mentioned that Jerry Mathers has the beeves on my show every day. That um, I'm about 10 minute drive and about a 25 minute run, as I found out from Cal's stadium out here in Berkeley. And I'm thinking about them because they were supposed to play a football game that got called off due to COVID. And so their next game they were supposed to play against Arizona State is now officially called off as well. This just came out in the last half hour, and that's because Arizona's head coach, Herm Edwards, has tested positive for coronavirus. And... If you think about the um, – well, it was a release was sent out from Arizona State that Herm Edwards is amongst the group of staff members and players who have tested positive. They did not specify the number of individuals, but a uh, conference's minimum threshold of 53 available scholarship athletes is not available. And Edward said, first, I want to say that Leah, the girls, and I are fine, and I will be back quicker than you can say forks up. Second, even with the marvelous care our medical professionals have provided for myself, my staff, and my team over the last few months, the virus still found me. So I'm encouraging all of you to take this virus seriously to our mask, practice physical distancing, and get testing whenever possible, end quote. So if you think about Edwards being the latest coach to test positive, Scott Walden, Dan Mullins, Sam Pittman, Mike Norvell, funnily enough, former ASU DC, Les Miles, Kevin Sumlin, the athletic director, Ray Anderson, who has Bay Area roots, um, He says, he's the AD at ASU, he says, I feel for our student-athletes and everyone associated with Sun Devil Athletics as well as Sun Devil Nation. This also has an impact on the University of California football program. We extend our appreciation for their understanding of this situation. Yeah. So, the Pac-12 said, we're going to play seven games in seven weeks. Cal's first game against the Huskies, off, COVID-19. Cal's second game, against the Sun Devils, off COVID-19. The most games that they will play are five, and this is starting to become the theater of the absurd. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to Vince in Lafayette. How you doing, Vince? Oh, great. Uh, all I could say about the virus is it's going to keep spreading at a faster and faster rate just because as more people get it, it's easier to catch. I mean, I'm avoiding everything I can. Like, I'm not even going to the gym. I'm not going, I, like... Avoid all restaurants and stuff. I have to work as an appraiser, so I'm out there. But, you know, I'm always wearing a mask. But I'm just saying it's going to be easier and easier to spread. That's why I'm hoping this vaccine comes out, and it looks like it will be soon. Um, hopefully it works. I mean, they say it works, but you never know. It's a lot of money at stake. That's not why I'm calling. Uh, I'm calling is, uh, you know, because it's coming up really quick, the Warriors draft. And I've seen mock drafts where Edwards, goes to the Warriors, that Wiseman's going to the Timberwolves, and, you know, and vice versa and stuff like that. In your opinion, if, what do you think is going to happen in that draft? Do you think the Warriors are going to pick the, the best player there? Or do you think, I mean, because trading back, I think, would be silly. I, I just think they should take, I mean, Wiseman, to me, would work perfect for the Warriors. He's big. They need a big guy. Um, 
don't know if he's going to be the best player in the draft. You don't know that because we didn't see these guys play that much. So you won't know that for a couple of years. But in your opinion, if you were the GM, who would you take and, and, and why? Well, there's a couple of things here. I, I kind of think that Minnesota is going to take um, Anthony Edwards. Connor Letourneau of the Chronicle, he is of the opinion that the Warriors now are in love with Edwards. So if he's there, they're going to grab him. And if he's not there, I think they take Wiseman. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's the thing, too, about the, you know, trading down, I'm with you. You know, I mean, you can say that there was one scenario where the, the, the Warriors get Miles Bridges in the number two pick and then the Hornets get the number two pick in Jordan Poole. I would trade you Jordan Poole right now for free, practically. These rumors about getting a Drew Holiday or a Bradley Beal, I wouldn't do that. A Ben Simmons, I would have to look at. I don't know about an Aaron Gordon. But just if everyone's staying the same and you're just going to pick a guy, I think they end up picking Wiseman. That's my feeling. And I'm just looking at it. I don't think it's too um, risky. I mean, it's a little bit. But, I mean, there are a couple other players that look good. I mean, I heard I watch balls, by the way, uh, um, uh, video highlights and stuff. I was shocked. He likes throwing touchdowns. I mean, that guy throws like literally. Uh, I see him throw so many uh, all the way down the court, and I just thinking, golly, I, I just never see anybody do that. But I just don't think he could do that in the NBA because they got a lot of big big arms out there. They're gonna pick that off. But he, but when he was in Australia, he was that was what he was doing. I just that was like the first point guard I've ever seen do that. But uh, I, I just don't think it'll work in the NBA. But I. I just hope that Wiseman turns out to be a good player. I mean, you don't know. And they got Chris right now as a center, and I think he's really good. The guy I would try to trade um, if somebody wants to get like a, a late, further down the first uh, first round pick, I try to get another pick. I'd combine our two seconds and maybe trade Looney or something like that to try to get like the tenth, eleventh, or maybe San Antonio may was talking about trading. I would try to offer Looney and a couple second picks for that eleventh pick. See if we get that Villanova guy. Because I think he's going to be a good player too, Bay. I mean, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think that we're going to have a good pick. Hopefully next year with Minnesota. We don't know how good Minnesota is going to be. I mean, they're, obviously they're not going to be in the second pick next year. I think they're going to be a better team, um, just because they got you know first pick overall. So they're going to be a they're they have to be a better team next year. So let's say they finish tenth or eleventh. That's still not bad. We'll have a high pick, and hopefully we don't stink because we're not picking low. But um. So, and the other thing I was reading in the Chronicle that they're talking about, you know, doing 50% capacity in the stadium. You know, I, I think it's risky, and I understand because the Warriors are hurting financially. I mean, they, if they turned back the clock, they would have stayed in Oakland, but it's too late now. Uh, um, do you think that's smart, doing 50%? Because I'm just looking at it and just saying to myself, this thing is spreading, and it's going to continue to spread until we come with, up with the vaccine. Do you think these Warriors should just wait or go ahead and, and, and roll the dice and get 50% capacity? What's your feelings on that one? No, they they should wait. I mean, all it's just we we have shown, uh, and we continue to show, especially in this country and around the world. But we have shown that the minute we start loosening things up, it just spikes again. So we have to really. I'm not saying shut yourself in solitary confinement, but we have to do kind of what we did in April, which was only go outside to get milk. Yeah, but I think they could do the restaurants, and this is, tell me what you think about this one. Instead of closing the restaurants earlier, like I heard, like in New York, 
why don't they have them open later and just limit the amount of people inside? So this way, if you really want to go to a restaurant, you might go at 1130 at night and there's like hardly anybody there, you know, and then you can get your meal. I mean, I, I mean, just thinking outside the box. I mean, that I'm not, I'm not going to the gym, but I just think that might be a smart way to do it. This way the restaurants would just work longer hours with less people in there instead of having everybody in there between six and nine. Do you think that? I mean, do you think that would? Be I don't smart think that or? would work because I think most families are pretty acclimated to their schedules, and then they'd have to adjust the hours because the restaurants already can't pay their wait staff, and they'd have to pay them a bunch of extra hours. But I don't know. That's a topic for another show. Vince, thank you for your call, man. Have a great weekend. Yeah, I hope we're getting Wiseman. I hope I hope you're right, and I hope. And, and one last quick thing: Do you think Wiseman is going to live up to his hype, or do you think we're going to get you know? Uh, one of those, like, one of those stupid I would idiots. say, over the years, I would say the odds of him living up to the hype will probably be 30%. I give you 3 out of 10. Damn. <laughs> That's not very good. <laughs> it's just me. I hope I'm wrong. All right, we got to run to a break. Thank Thanks for the call. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. We'll have a little comedy on the other side. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. 
If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Well, that's not uh, very nice. Welcome back to the show, though. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Tonight, a couple shows at Helium in Indianapolis. A couple shows tomorrow as well. We'll be headlined by comedian Ryan Niemiller, who makes his way to our show. Great to have him uh, with us. And, uh, Ryan, what's it like being back in an actual club again, because I know people have gotten creative and drive-ins and parks and rooftops and such things. So, uh, I don't know, is it kind of weird? Hey, Rick, yeah, it is, uh, it, it seems odd because I spent, you know, 14 years doing this and being in clubs is kind of the normal, and it didn't take very long for it to feel weird again. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, it, it is strange because we've been doing so many, uh, majority of what I've been doing, like, over the summer is Zoom shows. So, uh, I've been forgetting to, like, wear pants to these shows. Like, I'm about to leave because I'm so used to just being in, like, pajama pants. <laughs> you could do that for these Zoom shows. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I have to actually get dressed and, and take this seriously now. So, so it is a little strange, but uh, but it, it, once you get kind of get back into it, it feels like home again. Yeah, from speaking to the comedians about these Zoom shows, you know, it's it's nice to get a check and everything, but it just – you just don't have the payoff. And it's like, is someone laughing? Is someone coughing? It's like, I don't, you know, it's almost like you're doing a show to a brick wall, right? Uh, it can be, yeah. Like, it, it's odd when you'll be doing these Zoom shows. And, and and I'll say they're fun because it's what we've had, you know, but uh, they're not ideal. I wouldn't choose it if we had the other option. But it can be interesting because you're doing the Zoom show and you start to get into the flow and then you see somebody knitting, and you're just like, well, okay, I don't know how <laughs> to make somebody stop knitting right now. Where do you stand on the whole thing from you – know, I, I heard one guy say, you know, after this, everybody's material is going to be pandemic, and, and that's hack. And other people have said, it's not hack. It's what we're all going through. It's, it's, it's the topic on our minds. So how much of your, how much of your new – 45 minutes or hour is, is the pandemic, would you say? And what do you think about that adage? Um, for me, uh, of my 45 that I'm doing now, maybe two minutes of it references it. it it's something we're all going through, so I think it's hard to completely ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to go out there and just and seem like you're clueless. But 
Um, but I, I think the issue, like, and just like with any topic that's going to be like a major thing in the news, you know, like when you talk the election or anything like that, it's only hack if you're not coming up with your own original takes on it. If you're saying the same kind of stuff that everyone else is, you're wasting your time, I think. So I, I tend to steer, steer, uh, steer away from things like that just because if it's a topic that everyone's talking about, the chances of me accidentally, you know, having a same angle or same take that someone else does is pretty high if we're all trying to do it. So I kind of right. just try to acknowledge it. You don't want to ignore it because that's silly, but then you kind of just get into what you do. Got more questions for Ryan Neemiller at Helium Indy. Anyone who gets up on the stage and tries to get a whole bunch of strangers to laugh at them is brave. And, of course, you're more brave than most of us because of getting up there with the disabilities that you, that you were born with because you can be an easy target for yeah. some cruel people. What was it like for you on the road up? Because I know how hard it is for, you know, regular able-bodied people. So what was it? Did you get a break here or there, or did you not get a break? What was it like for you on the way up? Um, for me, uh, I never had the issues with audiences, you know, because it's part of your job as a comic whether you have a disability or, or not, to kind of get people on your side, get them to see your perspective. And, and, and I always thought I was pretty good at that. Um, my, my stuff isn't, you know, woe is me or look how bad of people you all are because you're able-bodied and I'm not. It's nothing like that. So I was always able to get audiences on my side. I think the harder part for me was convincing bookers that I wasn't just like a novelty act or a gimmick or, you know, a feel-good story. You know, like, with comedy, you know, comedy crowds are pretty ruthless. You know, having a disability, maybe a crowd is going to give you five minutes because it's different. They're going to be like, oh, let's see what this is. But if you don't have them laughing in the first five minutes, they're going to hate you just like they would hate anybody else that's not making them laugh. <laughs> so, you know, like, so, so the amount of people, especially when I started, I did, you know, like America's Got Talent and stuff like that. There were so many people that were like, oh, he's just getting that because they feel bad for him. I'm like, yeah. no, that's not how people work. They, 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 their, um, their empathy and their kind of like awe mentality only goes so far. If you're up there and you're supposed to do an hour and you suck, they're gonna let you know. <laughs> so, um, right. I had the tougher thing with, with honestly, like the bookers just kind of taking the chance and being like, hey, this guy is funny regardless of the disability. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've in studio, I've had. Josh Blue, of course, has cerebral palsy, and, and Brad Williams, who's a little person. I think when we go to a show, that's the beauty of comedy, is we really don't care, unless you're a Nazi, but we really don't care what your ethnicity is, or if you're gay or straight, or what your color is. We just want to laugh, right? Exactly. It just has to be funny at the end of the day. And that's why, and the other thing that makes comedy such like a, a unique art form in that regard is that people have a lot of trouble acknowledging, like, if they don't think you're funny, that means that you suck in their eyes. It's not just that, like, <laughs> oh, you're not for me. You know, like, like I'll kind of put it in, like, music standpoint. Like, I don't really like country music. That's not my personal thing. But right. I wouldn't say that Garth Brooks is not talented. <laughs> you know? Right. He's just not for me. And with comedy, it never usually goes that way. It's like, oh, you didn't make me laugh? That means you're in the wrong line of work. You suck. Get out of here. <laughs> it's so funny you use that example because about 15 years ago, I was at an event in Vegas for Major League Baseball that Garth Brooks was 
hosting and he was going to give a private show. And, and I'm like you, I don't like country music. So I kind of went in with half an eyebrow raised and then I thought, wow, he's really fantastic. You know, it's just, you have to keep an open mind, I guess, right? Exactly. And, and just know that, like, everything's not going to be for you. You know, I, I had so much of that with, uh, you know, feedback from America's Got Talent. Most of it was positive, but there's a lot of people that watch that show that just hate the stand-up comics. It doesn't mean I'm not talented. It just means I wasn't your cup of tea. And people sometimes have trouble separating that part. Uh, and, and it can be a little frustrating, but I'd rather focus on the people who do like me than those that don't. Well, it's like I remember hearing when Conan first started his show, he said, if a critic wants to say my show sucks, maybe it does. But the critics who say I'm not funny are wrong because I know I am funny. Exactly. And I remember, you know, I remember talking to Mark Norman, and he said that the whole weirdness of doing something for the early crowd that it would kill and the late crowd and it wouldn't. And then he'd go somewhere and they're like, he sucks. And it's like, no, this killed on the tonight show. The vagaries of the same material working and not working must be kind of a mystery to comedians. I think. Oh, and it, 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 it takes just so many reps. You know, I've been doing this 14 plus years now and you still learn something every time uh, you can do like, like, you know, like Mark said, you do the same material for the early show. It crushes the late show that's going to be a different mentality because they've had three extra hours to drink. So now they're a different <laughs> type of people. Um, even just when you go to shows, like it, it's what makes them so fun and exciting. You just don't know what the audience makeup is going to be. Uh, maybe you happen to be in a crowd where everyone had just gotten into a fight with their wife right before they got there. That's going to change the mentality of it. And you may have some people that are just so excited to be there because it's the first time They've got to go out in six months, you know, which is happening a lot now. So they might give you stuff that they wouldn't normally give you because they're just so happy to not be stuck inside right now. <laughs> so it, it can change so much. You have to use like every, not, not, not to use a tired cliche, but every audience is like a snowflake. They're their own unique <laughs> special thing. And you have to, <laughs> at, at your job as the comedian is to go out there and figure them out to see what they're going to be into. All right, great stuff, poetic stuff, really, from Ryan Niemiller. He is at Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis, and he has two shows tonight, Friday the 13th, Crowd, Come On In, The Occult is Welcome, and a couple shows tomorrow, and then after that, he'll be at uh, Rhythm City Casino in Davenport, Iowa. Our friends over at Good Nights in Raleigh, he'll be there for a, a long run there as well. Hey, Ryan, it's great having you on, and if we ever get through this pandemic crack and you ever do the punchline or cobs here in the city, come on in the studio. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Will do. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. Good stuff from Ryan Neumiller, who calls himself the cripple threat of comedy. In fact, if you want to know inf more information, go to cripplethreat.com, and uh, he is there. <clears throat> and, you know, as I was saying, Josh Blue, who has cerebral palsy, and Brad Williams, who's a little person, you know, you can imagine, and I'm sure Ryan got teased as a kid by, you know, kids are cruel, They're very, very cruel. And I just think about when you get up on stage and you're judged instantly, are you funny or not? And if you're not, get the hell off, right? It's like the bad singer at the Apollo, the Sandman's going to come out with the cane and pull you off the stage. I admire that guy a lot. All right, Ryan, not the Sandman. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with Christo Doyle. Brother.
they jump when I step those square. They promise to those pills get to the part. I wonder if my parents will ever be a part. When mommy job is a night, I thrill to see her and then his wife. When daddy swims when you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not to da or any da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. What are you going to hell? 
No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. All right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. By the way, it's my bad, not 1040 for Cristo Doyle, 1140. So we'll bring him on in an hour. And we'll also have Isaiah Kavinsky at 1110. So that means the rest of this hour is open. The rest of this hour, we're going to get into some Rick's picks. First, let me get you updated on what's going on at Augusta down there. Jaja. Dustin Johnson leads the way. He is a minus eight through 11 in the second round. Abraham Answer. <clears throat> the answer? A-N-C-E-R. Not... Uh, the basketball player, but Abraham Answer is a minus seven through fourteen. South African Dylan Fratelli is a minus seven, and JT Justin Johnson, Justin Thomas, I should say, is a minus seven. Two other minus sevens: the South Korean Sunjay M and the Englishman Paul Casey. They are all a shot off the lead right now. If you're wondering about Phil Mickelson, he's making a move. He's now minus four, which is tied for 13th along with Tiger Woods. That's the name you were looking for. The guy that I'm pulling for is John Rahm, the Spaniard. How dare I root for a foreigner? I like John Rahm because uh, he, by the way, he hasn't even teed off yet. He's not going to tee off until another, looks like about a half hour or so. And Ricky Fowler. I like Ricky Fowler because, like uh, some of these golfers, he's been on the show. And his name is Ricky. Aww. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. We've got uh, a lot of games coming up. Let's start off with the Packers hosting the Jags. The Packers are 6-2, and two, and the Jaguars are 1-7. and seven. The Packers seem to be getting healthier and trying to guard against complacency. Uh, but Green Bay at 6-2 and two has withstood a series of injuries. Aaron Jones came back. David Bakhtiari practiced this week as well. And the Packers right now share the NFC's best record with the Seattle Seahawks and the New Orleans Saints. Do I really think they're going to slip against either of the Washington State quarterbacks, Jake Luton or Gardner Minshew? No. And remember yesterday on the show, we had Brian Westbrook. He said Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of the league, not Russell Westbrook. And you'd have to think he has a point when Aaron Rodgers has 24 touchdown passes and two interceptions. I'm going to go out on not a limb and pick <laughs> the Packers to win that game. By the way, they're favored by 13 and a half. That is an ouchie. The Lions will be hosting Washington football team. Lions 3-5 and five, and Washington 2-6. and six. The Washington football team contrived a way to lose to the Giants. I actually picked that one last week at home. The Lions, remember, they got run over by Minnesota last week. Dalvin Cook ran for over 200 yards, not on 40 touches, but like 22 carries. About uh, 10 yards a carry all day long. The Lions, though, Stafford's healthy again. Washington is going with Alex Smith. I'm sorry, but i got to take the Lions at Ford Field. The Panthers host the Bucks. The Panthers are 3-5, and five, and the Buccaneers are 6-3. and three. Now, normally you could look at this and say, ah, this is going to be a 
Tampa Bay victory, but I don't know. Now, if McCaffrey was playing, I might give a little bit more of a nod towards them, but he's out once again. But here's the thing. Even though Bridgewater has had an okay season so far, he has thrown six picks, Tom Brady was absolutely awful last week, and in fact, the Buccaneers in that game against New Orleans had five rushing attempts, which is the lowest of all time, or in 86 years, whatever, all time since football, as we know it was football, and one of them was a kneel down. So I think that uh, Bruce Arians, or as Mario calls him, B.A., the uh, bare ass, I think that uh, there'll be a little bit of a bounce-back game here for Tampa Bay, and they will win on the road in Carolina. Like I said, if McCaffrey was playing, that might change my mind, but not gone, duh. By the way, he never said that. Uh, George Bush never said not gone, duh. It was made up by Dana Carvey. But George Bush still had Dana Carvey come to the White House and do it. I don't think that would happen. Nowadays, not in these next two months. It's just like Kamala Harris never said Joe Biden. Now when I see it's Joe Biden, I think Joe Biden. Speaking of those gyros, the New York football giants, not the gyros, they will be at home in New Jersey against the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe it was Freedom. Uh, A song written by Elton John for... um, King, Billie Jean King. Too many names in my head. So I'm losing my mind. The Giants are underdogs at home by a field goal. This is for the uh, NFC least. And as I was actually talking with the aforementioned Westbrook yesterday, it would be nice to see a team go on a move here and so we don't have a 6-10 and team in the playoffs and all be humiliated. We would all, as football fans, we would all be embarrassed, wouldn't we, if a six and ten team made the playoffs, even as expanded playoffs this year of sixteen teams. But uh, the Eagles have won two in a row, and I think the Eagles uh, will win that game in New Jersey. The Brownies will be taking on the Texans. Browns five and three, and the Texans two and six. The Texans got off the Schneid with a victory last week. But if you think about Nick Chubb with Cleveland, he has spent the last five weeks brooding on the sideline, and now he is ready. That sprained knee kept him out for over a month. And Chubb's return has apparently the Cleveland Browns absolutely elated at this point. The Browns were leading the NFL with more than 200 yards rushing rushing per game before he went down. That's because they had Kareem Hunt and Chubb. Now you're going up against a Houston defense that is the league's worst against the run. Hmm. And this is in Cleveland. There's no crowd. Got to go brownies on that one. The Cardinals, that's right. They are now uh, in uh, Arizona, by the way. They're 5-3, and and they'll be hosting the 7-2 Bills. This one uh, is um, a pretty interesting matchup. If you think about Buffalo getting off to a 5-0 start and then losing two in a row and then winning two again, the Cardinals had a hiccup last week, but these are going to be two young quarterbacks and Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. I think there's going to be a lot of thrills and spills in this, but I'm going to go ahead and say Arizona bounces back and wins this game. By the way, Cardinals are favored by two and a half. That, uh, another afternoon game then will take us to the Chargers on the road against the Finns. Chargers at two and six. 
the Dolphins five and three. And as everybody knows who's following the NFL, the uh, six losses the Chargers have had, I think, is a total of 19 points. They've had a lead in almost every game. The Raiders got off to a lead, and then the Chargers charged back, and it was a, a game-winning touchdown pass. As time expired, wait, no, he dropped it. That's basically how the seasons are going. Season's going right now. But Justin Herbert, in seven games, has thrown for over 2,100 yards. In fact, 2,146, that's the second highest total in the history of the NFL for a guy in his first seven games. But how about Tua? Put into the lineup in week eight. And now it's uh, 2-0 and or 2-0, as Dolphin fans might say. And, uh, you know, these are two quarterbacks from the same draft. I think it's a pretty enticing matchup, but the Dolphins at home, you just feel like the Chargers are going to hang in there and look good and then do something stupid. So I'll go with, or just choke and drop a ball. So I'll go with the Chargers on that one. And then you get my Raiders. Against the Donkeys, five and three. I almost said Oakland. Ouch, tears. And the Donkeys are three and five. Now the Raiders uh, coming across with another impressive victory last week. But the, these division games are always tough. The Raiders are favored by more than a field goal. They're favored by four at home. I just think defensively, the Broncos are going to have a problem with Josh Jacobs. Uh, we have seen that the acquisition of Nelson Aguilar has been a good piece of business uh, for the Raiders as well. And then you get the possession guys like the Wallers and the Renfros of the world. I think the Raiders will be able to move the ball. The question is, will the Raiders be able to stop Drew Locke? And I think the answer is just enough to win that game. So I'll take the... And then you get... The Niners, who are going to New Orleans, <clears throat> same time on Sunday, 125 West Coast. Saints are 6-2, and two, Niners are 4-5, and five, and I think the Niners are done this year. By the way, the Saints are favored by 10. What an ouchie that is. Can you imagine after the Super Bowl last year, if you looked at the schedule and saw Saints hosting Niners, you would never think the Niners would be a 10-point dog. But they should be. And they've changed their quarterback like musical chairs. There's no Nick Bosa. You look at the kid that they uh, drafted, Kinley, zero sacks. You look at all the money they gave uh, Eric Armstead. He has a sack. Um, and then I don't know if it hurts them to look over at DeForest Buckner and see him uh, with all the sacks he's got with Indy right now. I don't know if that was a straight-up choice between he was one guy's older than the other, but... That was the choice they made, and Indy gave up that first-round pick to get to Forrest Buckner. He had 10 sacks last year. But uh, I don't think this is going to bode well for the Niners. I can't see them going into New Orleans and beating Drew Brees and Sean Payton with Nick Mullen. I, I just I don't see that happening with them. And there's no Nick Bosa to rush. There's no D4. The, they traded it away. Alexander, their their defense is in a bit of a shambles as well. So the team that I picked to win the Super Bowl, the San Francisco 49ers, I don't think are going to win this game. More picks uh, in the uh, next hour, but uh, or actually uh, more picks, yeah, in the next hour. But we do have to take a break. We'll come back. We've got a couple minutes left in this hour. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Spotlight. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, what are you going to do? Um, sad news in the NFL today. As uh, the, uh, the golden boy has passed away at the age of 84, Paul Horning, the Notre Dame great, the Green Bay Packer legend, 
four-time NFL champion, Heisman Trophy winner, and he was the tailback, the halfback, as we called him back then, on those Titletown 1960s teams. He died in his hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, after a long battle with uh, dementia. Vince Lombardi called him the greatest player I ever coached, the best all-around back ever, number one overall pick in the NFL draft in 1957, won four championships and also Super Bowl one. He was the first Heisman winner to go number one, play in the pros, win NFL MVP, and be inducted into the, both the pro and the college football Hall of Fame. David Baker, the CEO of the Hall of Fame, said the entire Pro Football Hall of Fame family mourns the passing of Paul Horning. He was an outstanding player and an incredible man. Known as the Golden Boy, Paul was, above all, a leader to whom the Packers looked for the big plays and the big games, especially during the team's dynasty years under Coach Vince Lombardi in the 1960s. He will keep his legacy in the game alive forever at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Our thoughts and prayers are with Herb's wife, Angela, and the entire family. He will keep this legacy alive to serve as inspiration for our future. The Hall of Fame flag will be blown at half-staff in Paul's memory. Now, here's the thing. When he was at Notre Dame, when he won the Heisman, he was a quarterback, but he ran most of the time. He was also the kicker. But with the Packers, he scored 62 touchdowns, and in that MVP season, he ran for nearly 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns. And um, he also was a guy who I remember he had a suspension because he represented a casino one time. But still, uh, had to leave, going to the Army for a while, and he came back, two-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. And right now, the Paul Horning Award is uh, issued annually to college football's most high-performing, versatile athlete. So um, he used to be on TV a lot in the 70s. He'd do a love boat or two. But anyway, our condolences to the Horning family and to Notre Dame. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour together. Come on, man.